position is very deep by feeling the height of the line and of our way of doing things, our behavior, our standards. Keep them, fellows. We have them. I tell you all about it. The longer you live, and the more you think of your years of Swago, the more the words Like submarines, got periscopes, like Ollie does. The rope dope, I think your bad breath lady needs a bottle of scope, yo. We got to kick it. Like Norman Mailer needs an envelope. Like fat ass mama needs some cantaloupe. Like Walter White needs an isotope. We need to kick it. Like the NSA, yeah. likes to interlope mm. Like Billy Crystal, like the guys on soap Like the mayor of San Diego, who likes to grope, yo We, we like, like to kick it, on the Like Nancy Reagan, likes a horoscope Like Galileo, yeah. like the telescope Like Mrs. Melinda, likes my thick tight rope We like to kick it, on the Like your pregnant little sister who's got to elope yeah. Like your boy Buster Keaton needs a skinoscope Like Dr. Marcus Welby needs a stethoscope we need to kick it It's like the Cardinals Like to meet the Pope yeah. And like the Democrats Like to vote for hope uh -huh. Like cancers Rock the Torah trope We like to kick it On the ski slope Alright We are live again It's been a bit of a hiatus We're not as live as we've been though Like the last uh, couple of episodes We are disappointed mm. We're disappointed We do not have our live stream video Going in for Moose to watch But These things happen I suppose they do We had a little technical issue With the audio So you know what We're going to do it old school And come back And uh, just, know, just do a regular podcast Without the live stream And what's that podcast called? It's called The Ski Slope S-K-I-S-L O-P-E. Dedicated to the love and memories of Camp Swago and Swatona. That's us. That's, That's us. us. Welcome back, Moana. It's nice to be back, Alan. It's good to be here. It's always good to... It's, it's like we said. It's a little camp a concentrate. Little get a little reunion. excited knowing that we're going to get together. And here we are. Are you so, comfortable sitting how you're sitting? <laughs> no, not really. So we, we, can, we can fix that. It's like, let's move the table over so you can see. Guys, sit. I'm on a unicycle juggling. It's unbelievable. This guy's... <laughs> That's why I didn't do the live stream. I didn't want to be upstaged by <laughs> right. I, and I'd be practicing on, if, for months. Okay, if you hear if you if you hear a little rumbling, it's the the table moving closer to Moana. Don't excuse don't, me for a moment. A lot of technical issues today, people. Sorry, no live stream. Tables are rumbling. Here it comes. But we don't want to edit this stuff out because this don't is think it really rumbled. This is the essence. No, no. But it did get moved. So, so some more big big stuff. I have to say, I've got big stuff happening in my life. I am. Three and a half weeks away from maritable, marital joy. <laughs> maritable. Maritable. Maritable success. Marital joy mm. and, and beauty. Looking forward to not uh, being a bachelor and being with this wonderful woman that I met. Wow. Well, that's a lovely thing to state. Thank you so on much. On She listens. I made, well, made sure to say something nice. That's very nice of you. And I, I couldn't, you know, um, it's a long way away. It's in Hawaii and... I'm so thrilled you're going to be there celebrating uh, with me. Man. I wouldn't miss it. I, I wouldn't know, I miss it. I know you wouldn't, you know, and I know a lot of people would try their best to get there, but it's thousands of miles away. And It is. 
we, we're gonna get, <laughs> no, it is, but it, that's great. That's that's the good news yeah. in a lot of ways. That's you know, I guess you, you know, I guess travel. The only thing that sucks is getting there and getting back. Time zone changing. I think time zone changing is very ust- underestimated in terms of the the hassle of travel. And not I, to take and I listen. I'm not to take anything. No, no, no. I'm not taking that personally. <laughs> How dare you? I I, I agree with you zone. completely. I have an incredibly difficult time adjusting to to jet lag, and gets harder as you get older too, right? Well, everything you get old, mm-hmm. you get older. A cough lasts twice Sleeping as long. Sleeping anywhere yeah. outside your own home <laughs> becomes an issue. Everything, everything. <laughs> but there's there's a somebody said to me once that it takes a day for every hour of of time difference to readjust. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went to Thailand over Christmas time last year, which right. is 12 hours off. Mm-hmm. It took me two freaking weeks to get yeah, back. Yeah, then, then you're heading back. And, you know, by, by the two weeks, you... No, actually, yeah, I think... Um, is that when you return from your trip, re- that They that were talking about you, when you return. You get screwed up when you go because you make your body... You're screwing your body up on the way there. It's right. readjusting it back that takes that much time. And I never adjust well. That trip I happened to for whatever reasons, I guess, because I knew I'd just be laying around on the beach or right, whatever. Right, it's, it's not that difficult. What's just the difference when I wake up? Sure. Right. But in general, I uh, whew, that really knocks me for a loop. No, nah, it's, it's um, I think it's unhealthy, too. I think it's just... Um, Your body is, has its own clock, man. It's, yeah. it's regular. And you, know? you can't mess with it. And it's not like, oh, people have been... Uh, you know, traveling different time zones, you know, for hundreds of years. This is a pretty recent phenomenon. You know, it's only over the last, like, what, 50 years? That people I, think there is, I think there is a lot of uh, negative health information we're going to learn about people who are subjected to extensive travel. I agree. I, I can't imagine being up in an airplane like a pilot is or, or, mm-hmm. or a flight attendant. Right, that in and of its own is probably Yeah, worst. I mean, you ever see what happens when you're landing and you have a, a, a Poland spring bottle? No, like, no. You never see, like, it totally starts crumpling in and, and no i never noticed never that really that? Yeah. what it depressurizes yeah or? the pressurization on, on you the, the well the ear pop right well, that's when your ears are popping but it's significant mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's no it is it is it's a, it's a funny that they haven't been able to work that out like the, the the you've said this once before i think that the the technology of flying right hasn't really changed in our lifetime it's like the same it's still two and a half hours to get to florida it hasn't right. gotten any faster right your ears still you pop on landing and take off it's like really there's been no improvements on any thing, of this stuff the only thing that i would say that has come along that is interesting mm-hmm. and i saw them the other day when the pope was flying in from from uh, kennedy <laughs> right. airport right. to new york are those osprey helicopter planes they like the wings start out propellers as, as helicopters and mm-hmm. then they turn, and, becomes and it a becomes plane? a plane. I haven't really seen that. So it can take off and land like a helicopter, but that's fly cool. like a plane? Well, that's pretty cool. Yours is still going to pop at a certain height, though, right? Yeah, you're, you know, listen, it's, yes. And it's not even your ears popping. It's like any kid under four, because then they lose their I used to have problems with it. As a kid, no, I did too. And when I did even until my late teens, and I find like I just can't have any congestion. Like, right, right. I got to just blow my, you know, just blow constantly nose, take, keep take my take nose a, clear, take aspirin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, flying sucks. Like it's chew the worst gum, part. chewing gum. I mean, that's like chew that always works. Swallowing. Honestly, that's, uh, yeah, it works. It's just you don't need the gum to go. You know, builds up. Swallow. Builds up the saliva, though. I think you know personally. I'm, I guess I'm I've a big fan of the gum because I've had such a difficult time with it my whole life because mm-hmm. it leads to an infection. Right. I've mastered how to not allow it to have you know, knock 
No. Knock on the table that I just shook. <laughs> Alan's I wedding, he'll yeah. be there with like a Yeah, right. What is Alan? He, he's going to be out for an hour or so. Uh, he'll be inside the rest I of the I remember time. once I was flying back, uh, I think from Florida, and like my ears popped weird. And like the next, like three days later, I couldn't, I still couldn't hear out of one of my ears. And yeah. I, so I went to the hospital. I'm like, I, you know, I don't know, I flew. And um, they put like hydrogen peroxide in my right. ear. And the stuff that came out, like, you know, well, you I don't, don't want you know, to keep it PG and everything, but it was, it was a little Disgusting. shocking to me. Yeah, I was like, really? Like, that was the buildup? They're like, yeah, that sometimes happens, you know? And it was like, it was gunk. It was very gunky. It's kind of disgusting. Yeah, if it came out of my engine, I'd be a little bummed. It's coming out of my ear. It's coming out, you know. Yeah. I, I, I had problems early on, and they just kept going. But I just don't like flying. I just don't, I, you know, you know I, I just... I don't, I don't mind it. It's It's... Like once once you've taken off and you're in the air, like okay, like especially now you've got your movies you can watch that you've brought with yeah, you. Yeah, you can kill time. I just actually don't like being in an airplane. I'm nervous. Oh, right, right. You I'm anxious. Like the right. Nah, that makes sense. Because you know, Xanax helps a lot. Sure, sure. It That's helps good. you sleep. <laughs> yeah, helps your nerves. Mm, keeps you calm. Totally. So that's exciting. Got the wedding coming soon. This is probably our last pot. Maybe you know, who knows? But. We'll do, we'll do one. Project. We'll do one from Hawaii, live live from Hawaii. You know, we actually can. We have a lot of time together. Right. We could go do a little. Uh, yeah, I like I like the symmetry too. That it's um my twenty fifth anniversary, like three days after your wedding. So it's like it's nice. That's sort of like I get to sort totally. of celebrate my relationship with my betrothed. And so Matt <laughs> well, Matt got married the same year you did because he was like I'm having my twenty fifth anniversary. Oh, he can't come because okay. He's like, we went to Hawaii on our on our honeymoon. Okay. And we don't want to go back there for our anniversary. Well, he could come, but yeah, they're well, going somewhere. What was that? Whatever. <laughs> no, whatever. He could come. Uh, hey, man, I went there on my anniversary 25 years ago. He's been there twice. Can't go He's now. like, I guess, wants to go somewhere. Unique. No, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never been to Hawaii, in part because of my, um, you know, I'm always like, I'll go to the Caribbean. Like, it's the same time zone, and it's an easier way it's to get there. It's a completely different thing than the Caribbean. I'm not, I'm not calling it, like, no, nicer or worse or anything like that, but it's you'll, you'll enjoy it. It's I cool. No, there's a plan. I want to get to a planet. I don't know if it's on... What island are we on again? We're on the Big Island. The Big Island. All right. Uh, there's a planetarium somewhere, or a. It's um, likely on. The, it's either in Honolulu, on Oahu, mm-hmm. or I don't know. I shouldn't speak. I'll look it up. I'll right. Not, not a planetarium, out. but um, what is it called? An observatory. Like an observation. Yeah, area. observatory. And like it's on supposed, the top of a mountain. Yes, the, and it's supposed to be unbelievable. Like you go there, and you feel like you're in outer space. Like it's there's no there's no light pollution. The the atmosphere is such where it's just clear. So you feel like you're just flying through outer space. It's highly and likely that that is in the uh, the Big Island where we are because. Mm-hmm. In oh, we do have a guest. Gina Pep is the people. What the fuck is that? Is that my thing? I think so. Yeah, because you just uh, booted up your computer. Excuse me for a second. Jesus Christ. I'm not even on. I know, I know. How's that Mac working out for you, man? Interestingly. Are you digging it? Are you a Mac guy now? Yeah. Right? It's like... From the computer side, no. Okay. From the laptop, I'm like much ado about not that much. Okay. From the phone side... Oh, your iPhone? Your iPhone? Yeah, I moved to the iPhone. Okay. I'm happier with this than anything else I've had. Does that mean I wouldn't be... The software... Because it's the dominant phone, the the apps are better. Right. Like and everything, all the, the ecosystem. There's more of a consensus is, with other people yeah. you make contact using whatever's there. Well, just everything works better on this phone from third parties than okay. on an Android phone. Okay. But getting back to our conversation, this mm-hmm. is a little known fact. Um, the tallest mountain, there's snow in Hawaii. No. And there's snow many months where we are. Mm-hmm. The tallest mountain in the world is actually where we're going. It's not Mount Everest. No, it's not. I've been lied to. It's not a, I've been okay. deceived. Let me, re, let me just My phrase it properly because 
from from sea, from sea level to We're gonna be we're gonna be eagle. fine. Soaring eagle flying. Soaring eagle, eagle fly. All right, we're back. All we, right, we're back. We had a little technical problem. Little technical. We had the worst. Right. This is probably the worst. We were rapping issue. and just talking swag. We had a great catch chat. It, and we the, the, mach- the machine went up. into sleep mode for 15 minutes. We had it. So I, I guess we felt awful. So we just didn't even consider like should we do it again or not do it again. But we we're, just said, come on, we, we let's put it on. I'm like, so we'll just we'll sum up what we spoke about. I guess. And that, it, that doesn't work. This seems so. Weird. Alan says. How <laughs> so we said, I love Augie and, and, and I'm a little taken aback. All right, by I'm going to sum it up. Can I? Can I? Go ahead. Okay. Man. God we were damn talk, it. We man. were talking canteen stuff. Yeah. And we were talking canteen and social stuff and mm-hmm. what we were. How do we do that? This is that. I know. Like, what were they canteen? See, it's going to uh, be a summary, no, but is... it should be a summary. Okay. Here's. Well, I'll break it down into a, it. Do a synopsis. Go for it. First, we weren't sure canteen. Coupons? Are they called coupons or are they called something else? What are they called? Because coupons coupons. seems right, but it also seems a little too generic. Second thing we talked about is how much did those burgers cost? I said $1.75. I was at 85 cents. All right. And who made the burgers? Was it G, Mr. G or Mrs. G? We both think Angie. Second, who remembers the nephews that came and what they were famous for? We were talking about, okay, so we were also talking about while we were, that we missed. How crazy it is! We'll get back to the canteen in a second. How crazy it is that one of our our our, our bunk mates, group mates, group mates, dropped an M80 into the canteen, <laughs> into the sorry, <laughs> into, into, into the commode, and into killed the bath, two campers, and it exploded, and the entire destroyed the destroyed, ba- destroyed the toilet. Like that stall, that toilet in that stall was destroyed. And Howie was telling me something I did not remember that. Apparently, the I remember a little like the sheriff from wherever Damascus <laughs> or Damascus, whatever showed up and gave us a whole speech about everything. And during lunch in the that. mess hall, in the mess hall during but lunch. what led us Buen, mm-hmm. to this Go talk ahead. about Henry Zucker dropping an M80 down a toilet <laughs> and making it explode? You're, it's funny you keep chuckling because I mentioned his name. Right, and so it matters. I know it doesn't matter. Um, the reason we got into like nefarious activity and what took place was because the Gonzalez's nephews, who were up a couple of years in a row, <laughs> oh, drilled this, a this, hole. It's not they didn't inspire us to drop M80s into toilets. This no, just no, led our conversation this to way. that. Yes, okay, nefarious activity. We had it our string of consciousness and thought go. There you go. And these guys drilled a hole at the girls' bathroom so that the boys could like peer through the peephole. Exactly. How insane is that? That's that's that. that's what led to Henry right, Zucker driving. Right. Sorry, Henry. I'm, I'm not going to say your name again. <laughs> right. So that's it. And then we also discussed like. First what, of all, was it really Henry? Am I, was there, you know, you're right. You're right. Okay, okay. And we discussed the fact that like I, I didn't really order burgers and shakes. Well, maybe shakes, but I didn't really go for the burgers all that much because you had to stand by the, the bar area of the canteen uh, and wait on your burger. You couldn't you couldn't sort of, you know go about your business elsewhere in the canteen. There was no, you know, number taking system, which they should have had. Um, and that I spent most of my stuff on, um, on candy, maybe the occasional shake. And then like, where'd you hang out? Like in the canteen, like, um, you know, I, I, I said that, you know, in the table area inside, I'd start out there and then you'd wait yeah, for the I, girls who came after yeah. you and they'd come in after. And I, you know, I remember being at the counter ordering something 
or outside. I felt like that was where most of the outside outside was big. Outside. outside, like on the porch part of the canteen. Porch. I remember being in the front at the road mm-hmm. by the log. I sat on the log a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, because your ultimate goal was to get some your girl mm-hmm. to walk to to, you know. to walk up to Swat Hill. But there was, you know, it was. I always found the. We were also talking about the walk back was the walk back was very charming though. You know, like just yeah, you well, and you your you kiss, and your girl you were, would just oh, the would walk just two. We, well, back yeah, just would, from the log to Swatona, like that walk was always. It's sort of like the. Uh, it's such an innocent, romantic thing in in my memory, at least. You know, just walking down that road because you you sort of would hang out most of the time. I thought with your girlfriend and maybe another couple yeah you'd be right. like a foursome thing you really know how to handle it if <laughs> right but you didn't really walk back with another couple except if you're john Eunice, of course <laughs> well listen man and he's doing it you know for his for his pleasure he's not he's not in a jam or anything but you know that's when you'd sort of like every couple would, would break up you know and i don't know if every group was the same way but it probably was right and then you so you'd have that that was the only real one-on-one time was sort of the walk back and maybe if you if you sat down on the hill or, or somewhere else and you know well the whole point was to get yeah. that last half hour right or 45 minutes away from everybody right. else right what um you only hung out like at the counter uh, i didn't hang out at the counter i didn't like i didn't you like didn't spending like time wait. at the counter i didn't you know like, it would be funny I still don't like it. I still don't like standing at a bar. I get it. You know what would be funny? <laughs> yeah. If the G's had those things like they have at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that would be good. That was too precious <laughs> not right. to bring back. Uh, you know what? It was, I was trying to Buzzers, actually like cheesecake what we But said. it's good shit, it's man. It's hard to do. You know what? I think, I think we're doing a fairly decent job of recreating. You know what? It really proves right. that it's the real moment that all... That it, you can't recreate moments. They don't... It, well, you know that, what? It, here we can a little bit because what we're, the moment we're creating anyway is a narrative of past moments. So just redoing it I is know, not... That. But you and I were in it, and it's not the same. Like when you're flowing through. Oh, I like through. it. No, I'm enjoying it's, this. I'm just I'm saying go. it's not the same. All right. Anyway. All right. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So anyway, that's what we were doing. <laughs> okay. uh, canteen, canteen was a pretty um, and we said, key and, focus, and it was like this. It wasn't sw- like... It was like Pops in Riverdale for RG. <laughs> like who owned it? Like, well, like we said I know that. Who owned we said it. that before. I, I still think I think Dave owned the canteen, but I think the, the Gonzaleses bought their own food, sold their own food, and they 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 profited from it. But then there was had to be a canteen book to Did Dave have jurisdiction conversion. over that property. Do they own it? Remember, well, we no, look, I, we looked at the property. To buy I think it. I, don't I think, think that was. Included. I think Dave owned the canteen, but I think the Gonzales. This is just a guess. I would think the Gonzaleses. Stock the canteen. I think you know? they owned a concession there. Right, they yeah. owned the concessionaire, but they didn't. Have, if the refrigerator or the grill broke, I don't think the Gonzaleses were on the hook for fixing. See, they really it. weren't very in- ingenuitive or or marketing people. They could have brought in like entertainment, yeah, and, well, and they really could have driven. You know, they could have jacked their rates up, brought in some 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 uh, coffee house singers. They really did have like a uh, a trapped audience, right? We could. Have. They were crazy. They had they had the they had a Grammy winning songwriter in their presence in Jesse Harris so and they did not take advantage didn't, didn't invite him up on stage put him in the corner no you could have had you could have had a little sort of you could have stage. a little coffee house I'm picturing it like thing. sort of on the yeah. uh, towards the Swat Hill corner of of the canteen I have to say as you say that to me mm-hmm. I have no vision of anything but going through those great doors the screen that door that you know the sound right and going straight or left I don't even know what the right looks like where you're talking oh, about really? right now. I don't even see it. I it was obviously, tables. It was mostly tables. I could vision it's tables and a wall. There may like, have been what a, else? Where were, I think there may have been a jukebox back there. It was jukebox I or a piano? Not, not a piano, but something musical was back did there. Did they have like a stuffed 
deer head or something. <laughs> they may have. I think they may have. That kind of you serious. Yeah, it's like, like a moose head. Like so, a they, moose, a moose they may have been like, a moose head. Or, I don't, you know, I, I'm thinking. I do remember though, like the one picture I remember in the canteen, and it was there forever. I think was the. Uh, like okay. uh, whatever landed on Mars in 1976. Really? Like uh, the rover or whatever it was. They had a picture of that? They had a picture, like the newspaper clipping of that thing I on Mars. I sort of remember that. Did we ask this already just in case anyone's listening? I don't know if we're repeating it, but who mm. cooked what there? Did Augie cook the well, burgers? Well, we think, I, I, my memory is that Angie, Angie burgers, did everything. But Augie did the milkshake simply because I remember... Augie, mm-hmm. chocolate milkshake. But you could place your order with either one of them, right? Like you didn't have to, if you were ordering a burger, did you have to go to Mrs. J? Or could you place that through Augie? I don't think, I think all order, I think all front end of the house was done through <laughs> was Angie. Through Mrs. J, yes. Okay. She, yes. Was, she was the concierge in a way. Yes. I what think. was Augie's trick too? He had a thing with the um, the coins. The coins. What Here's was what that? what he would do, because I've done it myself. Oh, well. It was, it's a nice little trick. He takes the coins. And he would put him on his. I think he would put him on. No, his, that's Fonzie, man. Oh, that's Fonzie. Fonzie did that. It's very boxing. Oh, I was doing the thing where you put it on your elbow and then you snap your hand and catch. I him. thought it was more of like a magic trick thing. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Oh, it's another good question. What was Ogie's? Well, point we knew thing? he did the little boxing. Yeah, because because like putting putting your sort of elbow out and then putting coins on the back of your forearm and catching them, like whipping your arm through and catching them. That's that's Fonzie, I think. I don't remember Fonzie doing that. No. I feel like it was Mr. You know what? As I say that to you, there was mm-hmm. just not enough room for Mr. G to work. You know that what? Can you on your computer behind. Google Fonzie Fonzie coin trick? Because I'm thinking it's Fonzie. I'm gonna check that out. I'll okay. be right back. Okay. All right. We're gonna take a. Uh, no, oh, no, no, no. Take a break. We're not taking a break. I'll literally, be not right after back. not after we lost uh, 15 to 20. But I think I think we're making up for it. Here. Yeah, no, I think we are. We're right? coming at it from a slightly different angle. You know, we're burn. not recreating the moment. We're making we're a making new a moment. brand new moment. That's maybe even better. Exactly. Maybe even more substantial. <laughs> exactly. It's an, it's in you know what it's a new moment mm-hmm. built upon the exactly. old moment. It's a narrative upon so some, a narrative. Some, I think we got to this, but some sad news um, about the passing of, of Chewy Lerman. Yes. Um, I don't know if we said this. If we're repeating we ourselves. We did say it, did but it wasn't. This? No, it wasn't captured oh, for posterity. Okay. You know, I didn't know him. I I don't believe I've ever met him. You know, maybe I'm, at one of these yeah, reunions. We, we yeah. guess we did. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> nice of you. No, whatever. He you said know, he really thought the re- world of I, you. I, I remember when I saw his picture, I remember what he looked like. That I guess it looked familiar, so right. maybe I've met him. But I, I don't know him. And But he clearly is a name I knew. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why. Was Chewy Lerman just written in places all over? I think Chewy's I, such I remember a memorable seeing, nickname. But I know? remember seeing graffiti-wise, I, I, the name Lerman seems like it's more familiar to me than Chewy. I don't think I knew Chewy Lerman. You know, and it, listen, I maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I knew it until after Swago, when he was really instrumental in getting the reunion together. Here's the first one. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, please. Here's the Moaz accurate. The thank you. Fonzie, Fonzie did the elbow coin trick. All right, I can see why <laughs> we'll you confuse Fonzie, Mr. G, though. Mr. G. Yeah. Did That's a good. That's a good test. Like, like Fonzie or Mr. G. I feel like he did do something with the he coin. He definitely did something with the coin. But I'm thinking it was like more like he produced the quarter from the back of your ear. It was a magic. I trick. think it was. I think it was that simple. Like, ooh, you got a quarter in your ear. Right. I don't remember it, right. but that sounds right. Right. So we, um, Chewy died. We learned about that um, on, on Facebook recently, and uh, we didn't know him. So we are expecting a couple of call-ins. Uh, right. We know. Um, I'm actually excited to have, of course, Ed, the historian, call in. Yeah. It's always awesome. Uh, it's funny how he's, he's totally living up to that name, you know? And uh, 
what's her name? Sherry, Sherry Foster, Foster Taxman. Taxman. Yeah, yeah, who was actually on the show talking about Audrey. Exactly. So, you know, so she's, she's on before. I'm glad to have her, her back. Returning as well. guest. She was a good guest. So and it's nice to have Sertona involved. And it's and it's it. nice to you know if if one of our own passes and they're a significant person it's sort of like I, listen when we started the ski slope we were on like oh this will be a great way when swag really lights nice pass to, to, right to pay like, tribute to them should either of us pass yes we're going to be memorialized on this show like uh, every swag uh, are we committing to that like whichever one of us passes first the next yeah, podcast like will on be our like camp trip so you know we do the <laughs> canoe trip at six of us and we all made a commitment that even if it's 70 years from now, that last man standing must go, at least just to plant, just to go take a piss on the, on we, the joke, we joke that they have to go there and blow their brains out on the side. <laughs> but, 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 but I think we're, we're going to gonna eliminate that last part of it. It's like, a, it's got to be some hari kari kind of thing going on there as you're the sole survivor. But no, you just got to go up there one last time. And uh, I hope we're all, we're all vying for that position currently, so that's good. But um, but yeah, you know, it's like. Uh, Are you though? Let's say we're both a hundred. Yeah, I am. I'm vying for that position. You want to be alive no matter what. Um, not no matter what, but I'd rather be alive than, than not. not be alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll hedge my bet with being alive. You know, whatever's to come you will know come. It's interesting later. when you look at people as they age. I have a real. I have a lot of difficulty um, gauging older people's age. Like some yeah. people look great at eighty. And some people look really shitty at sixty-seven. Well, I think I think our age is a particular interesting time because, like, what do you um, think? You think we're on this like pre- like this cusp where? Yeah, I think I think people like, who are you know, our age. Yeah, this is not going to sound very humble. Yeah, this is. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> but people that are our age and live in like in uh, particularly women that live like in uh, I don't know, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. are going to look like fifty year old people look to us a generation ago. Okay, say that one more time. My that, brain didn't process that. That 50 year old people in Oklahoma currently are going What does Oklahoma have to do with this? What's the regionality have to do with anything? I think there's an uh, I think in the urban area, okay, I think so New York and LA, I think people are New York like City. Okay. working out there this thing in shape. Okay. Um and but you think they're more in shape out in Oklahoma? No, I don't. Okay, I, th- I think fine. my my it's point, up middle America, right? If you go see, middle if I go America, see a fifty, I'm fifty. If you go to Las Vegas and look at what it, the people who are walking up and down the streets, there you go, okay. there you go, who are who are born in 1964. Okay, uh, they're they're going to look like 51 year old people looked like in 1973 to me. You know, I don't think people who are 51 now look like 51 year old people, and then, and obviously there's a certain. Of course, that's the case, but I think it's even it's exacerbated now. Like I, I you know, 50 and what do you think? Someone in the city, like what? I'm not sure I understand the urban, non-urban, just out of shape versus. Yeah, more I think it's more of an people. upkeep thing. I think people like um, is is an upkeep. That's that. So you think someone who's 51 out in the middle of nowhere, right? Out of shape, whatever, right? Is and women look too, like isn't dyeing her hair, like it's just okay. gotten heavy, it's cut her, has cut like her what? hair, has made it short. Say, just say this, They're so. going to look like fifty-one, like a fifty-one-year-old person to me in nineteen seventy-three, we nineteen seventy-two, when we were kids, was an old person. Agreed. You know, was an old person. I see. So they're going to look old, whereas you don't feel well. Well, I don't think we look that, that old. No, I, I don't think. I don't think. Look, I look at. F- I don't think we look that old either. No, it could I be a certain bias, purely skewed by the fact that we're older. But I don't, I don't feel it. I, you know, I, I don't feel it really. I mean, I do feel like if I have to get up off the floor, like from a from a laying position, like yes, it, uh, there's a much there's more effort that needs to be exerted than when I was 19. But I think it's mostly for me the thing I said earlier. I feel like 
getting back from a cold takes longer. That getting yeah, we ba- said. Okay, I'll give you <laughs> we, gave, we gave a whole list before. Day, Here we go. The other day, sleeping Sid- anywhere other than your own bed. Yeah. Because I let me say one. Okay, this leads to actually something I wanted to tell you about. Okay, I I've gotten into golf in a in a big way. Mm-hmm. I was um, I joined a golf club, mm-hmm. and um, I've been fortunate to have some time for the past few months to play, and it's really become in many ways. You know, we all have our our it's like gardening to someone. Right. Okay, music, <clears throat> but it's not just the the sport. Mm-hmm. I love the the grounds. Mm-hmm. This is magnificent. Being in that club. environment, love the environment. Mm-hmm. And I have a picture I want to show you because I took it and went to send it another time. What m- I think one of the pieces of this place that makes me feel so at home mm-hmm. is that their colors are the exact same green and white. This oh, way, that, that'll always do it. Oh my god, that'll I'm always just like, do wow, it. Wow, that dark green, right? The, with like that true hunter green or whatever. It's like your home team, is. man. And it's your home team. And I'm just going. Like it's my whole, it's my little happy place, so to speak. Yep. I go myself. I'll go hit balls. I'll go walk, play myself. Whatever. Did you know that going in that the colors no were that? Idea. Or? I had right. no idea. But then I noticed, wow, there's a lot of colors here, green. And then I saw all the stakes, and mm-hmm. when they made their own stakes, yeah, consistent, half green, half yep. white. I'm like, these could be at Swago. <laughs> like, I'll show you the picture in a all little right. bit. But it's amazing how strong, how strong how that that, uh, that, that uh, resonates. Like that, how, I guess nostalgia. Maybe how strong nostalgia is, or mm-hmm. or. Well, color. I think. I think. Or? I think the the green white thing is such a. Um, it represents your camp, so there's an ownership thing with those colors. You know, there's like that's me. And the Rep- fact that it was meeting um, a, a similar kind of of, of right of a recreational need, whatever, uh, at this point in my life. Right. Like, no, that's great. It's providing a similar sort of outlet. If you go in the pro shop, like the hats, like they have the cool green and white hats well, too. Well, it's not like the clubs polo. thing is. Gr- it's not like no, they have like clubs have every color. Like it's not. I like, know, I know. They don't really do mean? that. Like, it's not like yeah, this is our college. Like if you actually had to pick their color, they have navy and white is what they make stuff. They but they just did the trim all over the course mm-hmm. in green and white. Nice. Like so, it's cool. Nice. We should run the Apache there. So we are going to be having a couple people, as we said, call in, which is. Exciting! What timing are we expecting? Right. Well, it's six thirty now. I told um, yeah, yeah, Sherry we'd, we'd uh, I, I would text her at six forty. Um, Ed hasn't responded, so why don't you text Sherry? Okay. And, uh, well, I said to Ed, call at six fifteen. He hasn't, so if he interrupts, we'll I'll text him when you we can, we can handle it. You got it. Okay. So, so uh, here we, we still live there. You want to make sure the screen's still got to get no, that sleep are. mode thing fixed. I know. I know. I know, and this is it's funny because there's at least two it's other funny. podcasts it's like, it's where it's like it's happened to like us. This is the least for all the technical shit know, right? that's sitting on our table. This I can't is the believe most we've basic. Been, like, we've been done in by the screensaver or whatever the the sleep mode. Why don't we take a quick pause, if that's okay with you? Yeah, absolutely. Get ready for our calls. We'll be back with Shari. Foster Taxman. Uh, I think it's uh, yes, it is actually. <laughs> okay. I was going to correct you, but you're or right. Edward Burke. <laughs> Peace. Bye. All right, we're back. We are back. So, um, oh, yeah. how about uh, we do? Let me see. I think there's. Oh, that was great. Sherry. Hello? I don't hear Hi. Her. Oh, there she Howard? is. Yes. Hi. 
Shirley Taxman. Hey, thank you for calling. It's weird. We were just about to sort of send the message out to give us a call, and the phone started ringing. I, so. I thought you just did. Oh, well, oh. maybe my, my, my thumb might have hit that message then, and actually did get sent out. I guess not such a crazy coincidence then. <laughs> How are you? Fine. So is there a way for me to listen to this? Right um, now, no. You know what? Because we, we've done like the video live stream the last five episodes or so. But for whatever reason, it, the audio wasn't picking up. So we're, we're only doing a recorded version of it. So right now, we're, we're live on our recording with you right at the moment. Okay. Cool. Well, but, th- thanks but we'll, for we'll, calling. And we're going to post the recording like in the next, Tomorrow, you know, day, next or, day or, or, or the day after. And then, you know, it'll, it'll be available. I posted, you know, the opportunity. But I didn't get home until like right before... Six o'clock. So. Well, no. You know, listen. It's incredibly. It's incredibly kind of you to you know, you know, initiate the whole chiming in process because, you know, we know he passed this week. We know he was very important to the whole. Uh, we're talking about Chewy Lerman. Um, you know, the Swago's history and such. But we didn't really know him, and I don't even think we really knew people who knew him. You know, there wasn't that one step being removed. Although Ed Burke, I think, is going to come on and, and, and give some stories too. So, oh, good. so we knew him, or I knew him. I guess we knew him as the fellow that really got, I think, like the 1989 reunion together, and really was right. important in terms of consolidating everyone's names and addresses before that was, you know. Right. That's why I did know him because right. I think he organized right. helped right. organize that. Yeah. So, so that, that you know, and you know, that's how I knew him as a, as a sort of central figure for sort of getting everybody back together again after you know camping out of business for a couple of years. But, okay, so were you, were you guys at the other reunions too? Um, yeah, I think we were. I don't think I don't think there were. I mean, I think we were at every big reunion. There was one in '89 in Jersey, like in Fort Lee, right, and, and then, then the Long Island. Down, there was a Long Island, Island one in like down, 2000, right. 1999, and then downtown, and then 2012, right? Yeah, those were yeah. the big ones. Yeah, yeah. So, were you a contemporary of Chewy's? Uh, yeah, he basically. Now this will be public for all of these. 36 people who will listen to this. Uh, hey, 200, 200. Can't know. He, was, he was my first love. Oh, and, really? Um, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. You know, that, well, that's sweet. And we were actually just talking about, before you called, about dating and the canteen at Swago and Swatona. Did you meet at the canteen by any chance? Like, well, no, actually, he was a counselor. I, when I was a senior, he was a counselor already. Oh, this is why this couldn't be told until now, huh? What? This is why this story couldn't be told until now, I guess. Oh, no, no, everybody knew all this. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> everybody knew this back then, too. So, um, yeah. Um, and then, you know, we saw each other quite a bit after camp, you know, through college and... We've, we've maintained our friendship, which is why I was just so devastated last week. I mean, just really, really sad because we've maintained our friendship for 50 some odd years. That's, <laughs> that's so nice. That's awful. Well, nice in the oh, sense how, that I'm probably, nice probably longer than you guys. How old are you guys? Probably longer than you've been around. Well, Howie and I are 51 Fif- and 50. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. So, when, so we met at camp in 65. So 50 years ago. Wow. Wow. So, maybe it was 64. I have been 64 even. How did you meet? 64 or 65, I don't remember. So you're, you're a camper over at Swatona, and he's a counselor yeah. over at Swago. Where, where did you actually cross paths and meet? Like a, like a brother-sister? Well, or? He, he, he supervised the canoe trip that we took. Was that, was that his forte? Like he was, he was a canoe instructor and waterfront fellow? Well, 
If he was, that would have been at Suego, so I don't know. But okay. I just know when we took a canoe trip, he was there. And, again, he was incredibly athletic. I mean, he, you name the sport, he, he excelled. He was just amazing. Um, I mean, this story is legend. I mean, it was written up in the, 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 the newspaper, the Tatler. I mean, it was, it was talked about, it like, I think, at every reunion since then. So I'm not sharing anything that the whole world doesn't already know. Um, so yeah, it was a pretty incredible story how we met. I, I slipped and fell, uh, portaging a, com- a, a canoe. How often does one get to say? I know. I was like, gonna, I, I was going to say portaging. good use of that word, and I couldn't even remember <laughs> what it was. Portaging, portaging. I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> right. Well, it is now. You no, know, carrying the canoe over my head, slipped, and my elbow, you know, my arm was like up holding one of the things. I don't even remember who, who of my friends was holding the other part of the canoe. And I slipped and fell on the rocks on the Delaware side of the Delaware River. I mean, you guys probably took canoe trips there also. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I couldn't move my elbow. So he was the one who was able to drive me into Calicoon to the doctor who, uh, you know, I don't know if you had the experience of having to go there, but this was my second time in all the years I attended camp from 59 on that I had to go to Calicoon to have medical treatment. And was was that the hospital on 97? It was in a house. It was a house. It was a white <laughs> house along, like, across from the railroad tracks near the pizza place. Okay. And um, don't remember the name or anything. And he, like, you know, had my wrist in one hand, my elbow in the other, and, like, pushed it together. So. <laughs> That's an and, interesting um, way to meet. So I ended up, so that was sort of how we met. And then the rest of it just, you know, goes on for decades from there. So what, it's, was uh, it, was there anything? Any, but the fact that he was a counselor and you were a camper, there had to be some... Oh, sorry. No, he wasn't a, sorry. He wasn't a counselor. He was a waiter. Did I say oh, counselor? Okay. okay. He was a waiter. Okay. He was a waiter. Okay. No, he wasn't a counselor. That's yeah. interesting. He was like he a, was waiter a waiter who also I like... I was a senior and he was a waiter. Okay, that's better. But still, the fact that he was responsible to some degree for the canoe trip... He was like in charge of the canoe. Yeah, like, almost... It sounds like he was probably the expert, that... like he was a good canoeer. And they, like, right. Like, did he lead your trip? Or did you just get the canoes there? Um, you know, that part I don't remember. Um, I'm sure there was somebody, you know, from the Swatona side who actually did. I don't know if it was the waterfront person or someone else. Uh, but he definitely was. No, there had to have been other people there because he was able to leave with me. Right. Okay. So, right. So, yeah. so your relationship wasn't scandalous from a, you know, winner. <laughs> no, I, I apologize to everybody out there. Who, uh, <laughs> oh, we really? No, we no, that was going to be a big rating. Hoping it was. That would be, <laughs> yeah. You're killing our numbers. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all right. So, so did, were you guys like going out? Like, was it proclaimed that you guys were boyfriend and girlfriend, or was it something that was more uh, subtle? It was, I don't know. It's kind of very, you know, casual for for that summer and. It's just like we just continued like talking to each other and seeing each other like for you know years and years you know just uh, uh, not not serious anything. I mean it's just right maintained your friendship. I ended up marrying somebody else. He ended up marrying somebody else. I got a divorce. He got a divorce at different points in our lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got married again. He didn't. And uh, you know so it's just as I said we you know kept in touch. Where did Chewy? Where did Chewy live? Like where? Where was he um, when he passed away? What part of the world? Oh, he he lived in Philadelphia, in Port Chester. He had a house in Port Chester. Okay. And actually, the rabbi at his temple um, recorded—not recorded, it was like for a memorial service. How do you say like it was live streamed? But it was there, there's an ironic pun for you. Yeah. So it was live. 
I was able to watch it since I couldn't be in Philadelphia on Sunday, and other people were watching it as well. He uh, he was in the process of um, thinking about the possibility of maybe getting ready to maybe sell his house so he didn't have to have stairs anymore, which is something those of us at our age think about. Except I thought about it 27 years ago and bought a ranch house. Um, <laughs> you had foresight. <laughs> well, I just, I don't know. It's, uh, I was tired of stairs. So he was in his house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Sharon, that's why I was hoping Sharon Tanzer Kirshner would get on this call because I think she may, you know, know more. I mean, so the rabbi spoke at the funeral. Um, his, I, mean, what, I don't know if you know, one of his brothers passed away shortly after the 2012 reunion. No, I didn't know. Mark, when, when he, had, he had two younger brothers and a younger sister, and Mark passed away um, several months after the reunion in New York. Which was also incredibly sad. Yeah. Was he? Um, did he also go to? Um, and then, wait. So how old? So his younger sister, Margie. She might be a little older than you guys, but she's very young. I mean, at least from our perspective, because I remember being at his parents' house, and she was like, you know, preschool age. Right. So she has to be like, I would say, early fifties. I don't know exactly. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he was just a remarkable, he was brilliant. He was just absolutely beyond brilliant. He went to Yale, he got his PhD at Harvard. He wow. worked for decades for a huge international pharmaceutical company. Um, he was athletic, he was sweet, he was nice. He was just a friend to everybody. I mean, I, I can't think of... It's such a great first love story, though, that, you know, you'd go canoeing and, you know, he'd come to your rescue and take you to the, you know, the doctor's office and all. It's like, there's no, there's right. no better setup than that. Did you date for like, <laughs> did, did, how long did you actually date for? Like, so that was. Oh, it was, it was not like serious dating, dating. I mean, okay. we, I went to see him in college. I went to see him when he was in graduate school at Harvard. I mean, we just, you know, we were never in the same city. I mean, he, he grew stuff. up in New Jersey. I grew up in Long Island. So, mm-hmm. you know, he, we just were never together it's amazing how far yeah. it's amazing how far that distance was back then too like uh we, we oh we, i just remember he came to see me i, I lived in bell harbor where, where are you guys we're in the city right now city. but how he grew up on long island and i grew up in New well, Jersey. i grew up, I, it was long island. i grew up in bell harbor okay you know which is technically you know it's in rockaway it's technically part of queens but mm-hmm. um he I remember he'd come to to Bell Harbor, and he said, I, I've paid three tolls, because he had to go over the Gothels Bridge from New Jersey to Staten Island, right. the Verrazano Bridge to Brooklyn, and then the Marine Parkway, which is now the Gil Hodges Memorial Marine the Parkway Gil, Bridge, I didn't even know to that. get to Rockaway. Mm-hmm. And you, you paid the tolls? He paid three tolls. Okay. Every time we went anywhere, he paid three tolls to come to Bell Harbor. That's, that's, about, that's about $40 now. This is, this is before Easy Pass, <laughs> well, too. Now, right? you know, back then, actually, the, the Marine Parkway Bridge was a dime. A dime. Right. Speaking I mean, of which, maybe throw it in, like in the basket. I think it's two fifty, and of course the um, the toll on the Verrazano, which you know was brand new then. Mm-hmm. I mean, prior to that, you had to take the ferry. So Is the Verrazano yeah. only been there, I think, since '64. Really, before 1964, the only way to get from Staten Island to anywhere in well Brooklyn was mm-hmm. was a ferry, right? Interesting. Wow. Which was a nickel back then. Oh. And actually, after my high school prom, which has nothing to do with Chewy, but after my high school prom, one of the things we did was take the ferry to Staten Island and back 
It's a cheap trip, a dime. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, it's for a nice boat ride. He showed up at my parents' house and said, I just, I just paid three tolls. Do, do, you, do, you, do you know how long uh, Chewie went to Swago for? Was he a, a long-time camper? Oh, my God. She was there as a camper. You know, we just yeah, lost. So he and yeah. his brother, his, he has two younger brothers, and his younger sister were all there for, like, a really long time. I started camp in 59, and obviously I didn't know him then, but I know he was there prior to that. And then he was a counselor during college, which I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But he was there, you know, probably in the late, um, toward the late 60s, I guess. I think he was a counselor, maybe 68, 67, 68. He graduated from college in 69, so I'm sure he wasn't that year. Okay. You know, when I hear these, you know, these I don't, stu- I don't know. I mean, there's, there's somebody has better records of this than I right. do. Right, but he was... He as, was... As, as you mentioned um, when you were talking about it, he really, the 89 reunion, he, he somehow gathered... And you know, Facebook and all these other things were not around. No, no. Nope. Had to mail letters. Find contact information for hundreds of people was a really remarkable task. Right, and starting off with like uh, I don't know what he even started off with, like probably like a camp, maybe a camp roster from the final year that Dave gave him, or I, mean, I don't even know where he would start. I would guess that, he, that I don't know. Um, I had um, my, which I brought copies of to the reunion three years ago. I think I brought them earlier than that. The you know the yearbook things. Mm-hmm. And I know back then, you know, we were calling, which was expensive, calling long distance. I remember. And um, and writing letters. So I remember, like, when we'd find each other's things, we would put our phone numbers and our um, our home addresses, write letters to each other. No, you're right. Well, um, Alan and I joke about it. Go ahead. I, I don't know about the time you guys were 16, but Sweet 16 parties were a big deal. They were sort of around. They were sort of around. Yeah. And there were a few camp ones we I went to, but not not that many. Yeah, I mean, I had I had tons of camp friends at mine. I went to other ones. Mm-hmm. I went I went with him to some of the ones out on Long Island. He came up from either um, he must have been at college, so he came in from Yale. Okay. And we then we drove out to Long Island to several. That's where the best sweet sixteens are. Parties. Oh yeah. <laughs> How come? How come he was named Chewy? Was there any sort of history as far as his you know, name? I I think if I remember correctly, and again we're going back a long time. Sure. One thing, um, I think his sister had trouble pronouncing Charlie when okay. she was little. That's funny. Uh, okay. I may be wrong, That's cute. but somehow I and, and if, if Margie's listening and this isn't true, I apologize. But <laughs> good story, even if I it's not true. Somehow, I, I, I seem to again, it was like 50 years ago, I seem to remember that was the reason. Well, it's cute that if that is the origin of it, that it carried over from his own home into the camp environment. Because that, that's odd. You don't yeah, usually, and, your nickname said, is usually camp created. Okay. And then, I don't know, I, I'm assuming you saw the, uh, his license plate, which the rabbi actually mentioned at the memorial service, that his license plate still said Swago. Yeah, that, that's and love. That, you know, because yeah. we, we have a friend who has this, you know. So, well, so two, Michael two Miller us. posted um, on your thread right. about Swago One, and that's one of our closest friends who has that. Yeah, no, I know, I know him. You know the boy. The, and, the boy. Uh, well, I met, him, I, I met him, I think, at the reunion in Long Island. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was him. Yeah, he made it. Made it. Had a good time. That you know, I, I when I hear you talk about Chewy, how you did, and the, that he went to, you know, the full 
years of camp and a counselor. It's like, and that's what Howie and I did. And you just know you'd like this guy. Like anyone who who was so committed to Swago, like I like just get a, a warm that, that, that's feeling. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. That's like, all it takes. I know that they were probably a great, that they are a great person. And, um, you know, it's sad when you hear about losing someone. So where in Long Island did you guys grow up? Uh, I grew up in Roslyn. A few years in Oceanside when I was younger, and then and then Roslyn, um, and yeah, Allen. Yeah, and I grew up in, in uh, like Bridgewater, New Jersey. All right. Uh, so how did you, how did you find out about camp? Do you remember how your parents knew about Swago? Well, do you know David Fatel? Was he? Uh, he's probably. In he's my age, sure. So he's. Um, I don't know if he's he's if I'm formally related to him, but I think I am. Okay. I think my grandmother and his mother are related. So okay. he's a relative of, of you know I don't I don't know oh. him well, but really nice guy and he um, introduced it to my parents and I went from 1972 till 83. I was there for many 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 years. I loved it. And Howie. Well, the uh, last the, the last year of camp, which I was not aware, no, nobody was aware would be the last year. Uh, I was planning. My husband and I. One of my husband's. Um, graduate school friends was getting married not too far away on the Pennsylvania side. And again, I never went to camp as a counselor, so I had never driven there. I kind of knew where to get off on Highway 17 and you know, by uh-huh. whatever I'd figure out how to get there. So I said, let's make a little detour. And we pull into camp and Audrey comes out of her office and again, she had no idea I'm coming. And she says, Sherry, how are you? My husband looked at me and said, have you not changed since you were 16 years old? <laughs> That's good news. So, her, so, so Bert, her, Bert was a, my, my age, and I knew Nancy, his older sister, and her daughter was the same age as our daughter. And I was up there, I was going to get information to take home, and we were planning on sending Lindsay to camp next the next year. Right. Lindsay's, Lindsay's going to be 40 on Thursday, as an aside, so, which Nancy's daughter is the same age. So I picked up the brochure. They hadn't updated the pictures. I'm still in the brochure. Oh. <laughs> That's And then, nice. unfortunately, that was the last summer of camp. So Lindsay never got to go there. Because I thought this would be great. She'd be in the same bunk uh, with Nancy's daughter. Yeah. Um, you know, how fun this would be. Um, we we always didn't we, happen. We always say that. Like, our, our kids, too, at this point, are, are past camp age. But, you know, the whole time they were young, it was like Alan's son and my daughter would have been in sort of the same yeah. contemporary groups so, you know and it's like it would have been so much fun to come up on visiting day and and, and see your kids of course but also see your camp friends yep. that like you a, went like with a, and, it's and like their a kids reunion for you. it would have been yeah. Yeah, how great would visiting day be and then i see my other well, friends we, uh, who well, still well, go I, to I camps. Slept with my husband around mm-hmm. and showed him the lake and we went to the and camp was in session and mm-hmm. I took pictures of all the plaques on each of the bunks I had been in with my name on them. Had I known, I would have stolen them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, right. It's like the place, is, the place isn't going to be here next time. I may as well take these. Yeah. My, 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 my dad knew Dave Blumstein. That's how I ended up at camp there. Oh, they, they so, knew each other? Yeah. Oh, how so? Were they, was he a teacher? Well, my dad grew up, my dad grew up in Brooklyn. And uh, so they knew each other from, I don't know, I'm not sure if it was even childhood, but they knew each other through other people. So that's how I ended up. Okay. Going to camp there. Yeah, I ended up there really just sort of uh, fortuitously. Like the last day of sixth grade, um, a friend of mine who was on my bus, and he, and he, you know, at the time he was not a great friend, but he was just like, oh, we were, uh-huh. we must have had a good conversation, and so we were like, oh, look, okay, let's get let's get together after school, and this is, I think, like either the last day or second to last day of school. So um, he comes over to my house and he tells me that he's going to Camp Swago, and he also tells me that um, 
two other guys that I, that I was friends with and, and also went to school with me went there too. And I had no idea. So I was like, oh, this sounds great. And it was like, it was like six days before camp even started. And, and um, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And uh, my parents called up and, uh, you know, they could take us. So my, my trunk went up on the Green Acres bus. And uh, my brother went with me, too. So uh, I'm sure Dave was happy. He was like, oh, I get, I get two extra campers. I, the, you know, the very end, I didn't have to like, even market to. A couple extra grand. Right. There you go. And that was, and that was it. You know? And, uh, and thank, thank goodness that guy was on my bus, that he sat next to me. We had that conversation. And, uh, and it led to this. Otherwise, you, you know, who knows? Yeah, you know, several people that I grew up with in Bell Harbor were at camp. I mean, a couple of my good friends were in my, in my bunk the first few years. Yeah. And, um, the other crazy coincidence is my son went to Tulane, and not freshman year, but after freshman year, he he had made friends with some other guys, and six of them found a house that had two, uh, three bedroom apartments in it. Mm-hmm. Upstairs and downstairs. So, you know, we didn't go back with him sophomore year, flew him out there himself. And um, Katrina hit during this period of time and he went back and whatever. And he was in architecture, so he was there an extra year to get his master's degree. So I wasn't at the four year graduation. Mm-hmm. Well, somewhere around that time, we discovered that his roommate, his best friend, mm-hmm. when they decided to live together, you know, starting sophomore year, his mom was at camp with me from the time we were nine years old, eight years old. Mm-hmm. Like we've been friends. Oh, really? And because we, well, because we change our names when we get married. You guys don't. Uh, right. So true. we didn't realize it right away. And then we were on the phone one day, I think it was before one of the, I think it might've been the reunion in Long Island. I remember when it was, we finally figured this out. That's great. Don't you attribute it some of it though to like, like you guys had you and you and the other guy's mom had this like, you know, friendship. And so somehow that culture somehow permeated your children. And they picked up on it and, uh, and became know, friends as well. Strange. Yeah, it yeah. is, but it is, but it isn't, you know, cause I do think, I, I think camp alters who you are to a certain degree. And there's, and we've talked about it maybe every single podcast that there's this, you know, shared culture and that culture can't help but form what you what you like, what you maybe think is funny, what you you know what what you'd be interested in, and so maybe there's just some sort of somehow that gets that gets passed down either either you know through DNA or more likely just through you know the culture of your of your home. But all right, so Alan, you grew up in New Jersey. I did. <laughs> I was born in the Bronx. Yeah, and grew up in uh, New Jersey. All right. So did you did did the bus still go from Green Acres to? This funny place in New Jersey to pick kids up there. Well, well, we we would go up to northern New Jersey, and there was a Paramus bus, so we uh, didn't well, take we the Green Acres. Someplace, we stopped someplace in New Jersey. Really, and I Green can't Acres stopped. Do you remember not, how? We not my day. Green yeah. Acres went straight up, and Green Acres the buses were segregated. It was like boys and girls didn't go up to. Hey, I have a question. I don't know if you know the um, when you went to camp. How many campers were there? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Sorry, sorry <laughs> to put you on the spot. Because <laughs> you think there were, you think there were fewer or more? Or? No, there were more. Like, I, I'm just curious because when I started, I guess it was um, there was like probably 260 girl campers and 220 boy campers. Yeah, girls always out. I don't know. I never knew the number. And when we forget the last couple years, because you know it was really small. But I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, Towards the last four or five years, it got down to like a hundred high hundreds for boys and low two hundreds for girls. I was just curious if, like, back in you know, jump back a bunch 2, of years, twenty five hundred. Yeah, if it was like if it was packed to the gills. Like, did you have bunk beds in the girls' camp? We did. Okay, you did. Interesting. No. We didn't have 
do you remember very many bunk beds no. in the boys' camp? There was no. one or two that would come up in our years. And it's funny. The one thing, like yeah, uh, we, had, we had bunk beds. I know for sure as seniors we had bunk beds. Um, and I'm trying to think, you know, Rangers, juniors, well, younger. If we did, maybe we didn't when we were younger. But I know for sure in the seniors we had we had bunk beds, and there weren't any empty beds. Mm-hmm. Although one year there was a girl in our bunk who was brand new and she ended up we came back from some activity and she was packing to leave we must not have been nice to her or something oh, I must feel bad or she was home sick or something but, yeah it's hard when you're like 15 16 years old so all of a sudden you thrust into a group of people who know each other since they were eight right which a lot of us did <laughs> right Hey Sherry, we're, um, we have two other people um, that are looking oh, to call God. in. So, which is awesome. No, no, no. Which is great to talk about. To talk Joey. about Joey. But, but you know what? I had no. no, no I had no idea. No, no. Totally yeah. fine. Th- thank you. I mean, yeah. in the fact that you were his, you know, that he was first your first love. love it's on. like, That's listen. That, I, I can't say it was the other way around. I got I you. Which is which is honorable. Over. Right. I I hear you. But like, it's nice. You know, it's it's nice to hear your words about him, considering that that's that's where you're coming from on it. So um, yeah. gives gives us a nice sense of joy to know that uh, that's right. the case. And then what, this eventually will be on the thing, so I can listen to. This. Yeah, I'll, as soon day. as it's posted, I'll send you a special message to let you know where to go and send you the link and everything, and you can you can listen Wonderful. to it then. Thanks so much, guys. Well, Thanks, we really Sherry. Appreciate Pleasure speaking with you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, we're going to take a quick break while we have our next caller coming in. Yes. We will be right. That was awesome. Bye-bye. She was Thank really you, Sherry. I know. Nice and, then, and, then, yeah. and then, you know, so listen, I, I, I know where she's coming from. from. I know where she's coming from. 100%, man. That <laughs> right. was great. Thank All you right. so much for calling in. Bye, Sherry. And the rest of the audience. We were waiting for we your are call now. so we could know you are yeah. now, brother. You know, we, Alan and I had said our piece. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Mr. Michael Miller, a.k.a. Moose, on the line. What's up, Moose? Uh, good, good evening, everyone. There it is. That's Out that voice. Out there in Radioland. Yes. In so We're going to have a good listenership. We're going to have a good number of listens to this one, Moose, we, so we're we, expecting we words of wisdom. We must be going out to all of our 45 uh, listeners. Let me tell you something, Moose, and I take this personally, those kinds of comments. <laughs> John Boog Powell episode 175 listeners boom that's all Boog though man people people needed to hear from Boog so we're gonna make it happen on the I, uh, I think a lot of them thought it was Boog Powell of the audio <laughs> that could <laughs> be that could be it's, it's like, like oh, holy shit they have the ghost of Boog Powell getting some good guests show. now <laughs> not our Boog no well so that's a good point good to hear from you we just had um, Sherry uh, Foster Taxman on, and um, she was Chewy's, like, uh, well, Chewy was her first love. Like, she told yeah, us. Yeah, she was probably more of Chewy's generation. Yeah. He, he was already an icon slash legend by the time uh, we got uh, to know him. Did, was he at camp? He didn't overlap with you at all, right? He's considerably older, right? I, I was thinking about that this weekend. I, I, I don't think so. Maybe one one summer, maybe he was a group leader in 1968 or 69. You know what? She said they but met in 65, didn't 65, she? 65, yeah. Chewy was a, he was a waiter. waiter in 65, and, Sh- and Sherry was a, a, a camper, in, a senior in 65. Mm-hmm. Which, All right. Which, I don't know. Is that, nef- is that nefarious activity? I mean, let's no, just No, she said it was cool. Here. She said she wasn't... Um, it's, it's, it's staff 
with campers, but I really don't yeah, think your were, staff if you were is a waiter. waiter. If you're you were not a waiter, staff. You'd go out with senior girl. That I was agree, cool. I, agree. I don't think waiters were, were considered staff members. No, but the one variable there was Chewy was helping them with their canoe trip. Which, if you're a w- regular waiter, you're not helping Spatona go on there. So he canoe was making trip. extra bucks for moving I, the canoes. I guess probably. Well, well, Chewy was one of the. Uh, I don't know if they had them when you guys started there, but they used to have half canoes. No, no. What is that? We, we had the like, slow ones. It's like, like a, a canoe cut in half. Oh, half canoes. Oh, they half. were like they were fast. I think they're called kayaks. They Moose take them out <laughs> on the lake. That's not a kayak. No, no, it was half a canoe. We well, didn't have them. I don't remember half canoes. No. It's, it's quite possible Dave was... Uh, <laughs> Cutting his canoes in half. <laughs> trying to save some money. He put two in a half canoe <laughs> instead of in a full. And, <laughs> it's not a way of cutting corners. Of purchasing some new canoes. I think these were old, like, wood canoes. Okay. That's funny. And, and they cut them in half. But uh, the, the chewy that I knew... Was probably post Swager just from uh, the uh, the reunions and putting the reunions together. Well, that's what we said. I don't I, like. I think I remember some Lerman graffiti in in Swago. I don't remember the name Chewy probably. so much. Well, there, there were like five or six of them. Okay, right. She I said he had he brothers had like and sisters. Th- three brothers and and two cousins. Right, and who, he w- who were also at the camp, and he was the oldest, so they would they would have been younger. I guess they would have been more along, you know. He might have been the oldest. He might have had a. I think he had a cousin named Jim or something. Okay. Who might have been a bit older than him. Okay. But uh, you know the the Chewy that uh, we we got to heard about was through stories from our counselors. And, and the older campers at the time, and I guess possibly him coming up to to camp. Tell you know, and yeah. uh, then of course after camp in the uh, in the nineties and the two thousands, he was uh, you know the prominent figure in putting all these reunions together. I always thought you were. I mean, I, I knew Chewy was involved too, but I always thought you were, had a, had a big hand in that as well. I, I helped him. Okay, good. All right. Uh, a bit, but, make sure you get props. Uh, you know, he, he was, uh, I believe he was the impetus, impetus for uh, the, uh, the, the the major reunions that we had, these grand reunions. Yeah. Right. Except for the one you know, in Long the, Island. That was probably that guy who started the website. All right, that was your guy. No, the one on Long Island was Craig, uh, Weinberg. Craig Weinberg. Right. I, don't, I still don't know who he is. Do you remember him? Well, he, was, uh, he was in Moose's and... Uh, he Moose's probably group. was way gone by the time you guys were there. Okay. Yeah, he was. I think Craig, Craig's last summer may have been 73 or 74. Right. I was there, but I was, you know, so, eight years old. So tell us tell us um, what you knew of Chewy, like the, uh, some Chewy stories, because um, I don't know any. I, I know him as, you know, basically the reunion Chewy, guy. Chewy stories? I, I really don't know any. Oh, okay. I know he was uh, a big canoe guy. See, I guess that's his thing. He was the and, canoe guy. Uh, what, what does that mean, you know, like, though, when like you say I that? He, like, I, did I, a lot of know, canoe I, trips? What does that mean, a big canoe that's guy? All, that's all it could be, right? Yeah, what, like, he, like, went on a lot of canoe trips and he loved it? He, he was is, known <laughs> as the canoe guy. That's <laughs> like, funny. Because it's not, like, a special Right, like, water skill. skiing guy, I guess. Like, right, he, or he even sailing. I don't think it was special, but... But it was his. You know, that... Carved out his niche. His purview, so to speak, <laughs> this is his area and, expertise. Uh, you know, but it, it, it's too bad you can't get anyone from his time 
well, we got, pull in about him. Well, we got his freaking girlfriend. Yeah, we had, had, had a lady that was in love with him. That's, that's good. Whoa, who's that? I think it was that's feedback. Okay. So. Yeah, well, I think Ed, Ed might be calling in because I think Ed might know some stuff. But um, Ed might, might but uh, we, we share the same Swego universe. That's so. true. That's yeah. true. You guys are pretty... Uh, pretty overlapping you know, so so let's probably yeah, how we, these what, guys who were ahead. like there in the in the late 60s who were already like juniors seniors that kind of thing mm-hmm. the older campers right but anyway i gotta run all right okay, well we appreciate you calling in thanks for sharing love hearing your voice man i i missed hearing you guys well, we're back you know so well, yeah, we got we got to do it. We, I know we got we got to break into a more regular schedule because I feel like uh, particularly this last time it's been a long time since the Boog episode. So but you know what? It's the, it was the summer. Uh, you know, our kids went off to college. Yeah. We're, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get more regular. Well, you know what? Really soon we're gonna have you and Ed back on. Absolutely, and that would be awesome. Oh, we'd love that. All right. All right. We'll be All in right, touch really care, soon. Guys. Take right, care, thanks, Moose. Thanks for calling. One. All right. Peace. Bye. Bye. Right, we're gonna take a short break. Of course. We will be right back. Bye. Stop. You know what that means. That's a phone call. Stones. This is the Ski Slope. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Oh, this is uh, Ed Burke. The historian is joining the Ski Slope. Welcome, Ed. Welcome, Edward. Uh, Not too much. Uh, So I guess you guys were just speaking with Moose. Is that right? So first we had uh, Sherry, Sherry Taxman Foster on, and she... I don't know if you know this, but they were like that was Chewy was his first love, and she her first love. Oh, sorry, her first I love. Not, I did not know that. And not not Chewy. She made that clear. And um, well, maybe, but she was from she her wasn't end. sure. Right, she wasn't sure. And we had a fantastic conversation with her. We're so happy she called in. It was in. great. And then Moose cool. called in. And basically told us that he has no stories to share with Chewie. That he doesn't know Chewie. <laughs> no, and, no. and all that he did was recruit him to send emails for a, a well, reunion. So we're, we're wondering, you know, he didn't have much to add. But we appreciated the call, of course. Well, I, I have scant stories. But, you know, any chance We'll take hearsay at this point. <laughs> I heard okay, that. And, and I can certainly make a lot of stuff up. So that's not a problem either. All right. Uh, but, but let me tell you what I know about uh, Chewy. Go ahead, man. All right. Uh, so, you know, Chewy worked at the camp when I was a camper. He was always involved in waterfront activities, uh, scuba, canoeing, uh, all kinds of boating and things like that. So would he was would you consider a, him the canoe guy? I would consider him a canoe guy. I don't we, know we, about a canoe, canoe guy. guy. No, no, no. We heard two uh, people. The canoe guy. We heard that he was the canoe guy. He may have been before I got there. I think that <laughs> and then Ed was, was. I think Chewie was a color war leader in like 1964. It sounds right because and because in 65 he was a, a waiter, so that sounds right. Mm-hmm. So so that makes sense. And yep. I wasn't at the camp until 68, and I wasn't a color war leader until 75. So you know, 11 years apart is a lot at Swago. It is. But Chewie was always a presence. Mm-hmm. Number one, he was a very big guy. Uh, and so, so you always noticed him around camp. Everybody knew who he was. Uh, now, here's something, and, and you know, I've heard the story, I think I mentioned it like a couple of years ago in the ski slope, and it can't be true. 
And if anybody who's listening knows this story, and sadly, Chewy is the only one who could have confirmed it, uh, but apparently, and I know, Pearl, you expressed great doubt about this, and I kind of agree with you, he swam underwater oh, that's right. Don't from Swago to Switzerland. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's not even, like, it's not even in the realm of possibility. I don't think, I don't think that's possible. He may have been part manatee, is the only thing I'm saying. It's possible that uh, he was part manatee. Well, how long do you think it would take, even if you could hold your breath, to swim underwater? That's got to take five, seven, eight, nine, ten minutes, and you're, it? And you're exerting yourself. It's yeah, not like course, you're just no holding way. your breath. It does seem ridiculous. That's a I'll great agree. story, though. You know. But if there's anybody out there who knows anything about this, I, I wish they would tell us. Chewy about it. was, the, was the, that was that, and that was the legend that he had done that. He had swam from Swigger to right. underwater. Right. Wow! Wow! That's that's a pretty fucking cool. If he legend, did, if he did man. do that, yeah, that's he, that's like miraculous, right? Like, yeah, that's, it, that's almost like Aquaman. <laughs> it, is, it is. It's it's a what's, who's that uh, guy that ties himself up in a box with the water? Oh, David Blaine. David Blaine. Very David right? Blaine. The great Chudini. Yes. But you know what? If he had uh, done that, he would have been known as the underwater swim guy as opposed to the, the canoe, canoe guy. guy. Right? I mean, unless he, unless he you know, did something more miraculous in a canoe. Quite frankly, yeah. if, he, if he did that, I think it would be in the record books and... and the record books. Yeah, come on. You know how long It'd that be would be? Up, up in the social hall. It would be, be the Guinness plaque. Book of World Records. It would be worthy of... Well... Was Chewy a leader? Did he win? I don't know if he won, but I'm, I know that he was a leader. I do remember seeing his name on the plaque. I don't know what the 1964 what? plaque would tell us. Right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it might have been uh, pre-asterisk then. And, and he also had two brothers uh, who, who I knew a little bit better. Uh, Mark, who was a counselor in my group one year, and uh, David Lerman, who was a year older than my brother. He was one of the few centers at Camp Swago. And a uh, really nice guy as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so they were a big my, fan. You know, how, how big was Chewy? You said he was a big guy, and it sounds like his yeah, brother I mean, was a big I guy, mean, too. When I think of Chewy, I think more about girth than okay, height. Okay. But, you know, Mark Lerman was the tallest. He That's what she said. For two, <laughs> which at Swago was, you know, huge. Sure, sure. And I think David Lerman was probably about six feet tall. But just a really strong, tough guy, and you know he was the center on a really good Puma team and really good ball player. And Chewy, I don't remember anything him doing much other than you know uh, water and boating activities and swimming underwater. But uh, you know, I, I know that Mark and Dave were pretty good basketball players. And again, also my condolences to to both of those guys because uh, for sure, I'm sure Chewy was a fantastic brother because. You know, just look at the way he was a brother to people at Camp Swago. I mean, at least two reunions, the one in Fort Lee yep, and the uh, the last one, uh, not the last one, the one two right. times ago right. down by the South Street Seaport. I mean, he was really one of the, the, if not the major person behind those. Well, we were saying and, for the, 19, the 1989 one, it's like, how do you even go about, think get, about how getting the information? It was for him to put that together back in the pre-digital era. Yes, uh, it must have been. Uh, anyone uh, willing, yeah. anyone who like wants to put that kind of effort into doing something like that, especially something that's in Swago related. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Has to sure. just have a love for oh, Swago. Like he, well, yeah, you know, you'd like this guy, right? Like you know, you'd like this man, right? You know and to him. take that on, just say, you know what, I'm going to do this, like because Dave was still around, stands around, like they weren't doing it. And he's just like, I'm going to, I, I want to organize a reunion. 
was, was and awesome. for that, and Dave, I think, liked Chewie, because, you know, Chewie was really, he was a good guy. He was the kind of guy that... Seems like a boog. Yeah, but, you know, there are, good, there are people like, you know, Cobbs, who you would do crazy stuff that wouldn't right. matter because it was Cobbs. You know, with Chewie, you didn't want to disappoint him. Right. Because uh, you know, he was such a good guy. Such a it good just guy. Seemed like you, you wouldn't want to misbehave. You know, there were certain guys that sort of seemed to hold you to a higher standard. I imagine Dave had a very high opinion of him, and I'm sure that Dave would have shared addresses and everything. It would have mm. been really, be, you know, behind this. And, uh, you know, he was somebody, I think, one of the most famous swingerites. I think he was probably known <laughs> by more people than just about anybody. Well, he deserves it. I mean, because yeah. but, but for that 89 reunion, I mean, I guess with, you know, nowadays we, there would have been something that got together. But, he, you know, I guess he's really the most important guy for getting the camp back energy, on track, sort right? of re-energizing. And, right, re-energizing it post the camping and open. And, and so, you know, there was, a good, there was a good run between that 89 reunion and the Swago website. I mean, all that, all, all that stuff took place in, you know, in the non-digital era, but post, post camping open. Yeah, and again, probably one of the most well-known, memorable names at Swagger, like people, you know, Moose and Cobbs and Chewy. Yep. And, uh, well, yeah. we, we asked Sherry, like, how did he get the name Chewy? And um, yeah, yeah, she, she an thought answer. she thought it was maybe his uh, his sister mispronouncing it at Charlie home. Charlie to Chewy, which makes sense. It does, but it's but it's I think it's kind of cute too that his home nickname would have translated over into camp because I think usually a camp nickname is like born in camp and stays there. Right, because Moose is not Moose in Brooklyn. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I became that. I actually became wet in Roslyn. <laughs> wet. <Okay. laughs> so, that one's that, so bizarre. Thank you, it's Swago. Worth discussing. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so he, you know, uh, so I'm not sure. Maybe you know he really liked to chew gum. You know? It could be. <laughs> could be tobacco. Maybe. Apparently, he was it pretty pretty brilliant guy too, like uh, Harvard, Yale. Yeah, that's amazing. Bright guy, and uh, Sherry yeah. said very good athlete and kind. Like yeah. I can. I don't remember. You know, I remember more about his brother's athletic prowess than his. I just really remember him boating and scuba diving and 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 swimming for the most part. And then from the reunions, and I got to speak to him a few times about that. And uh, you know, I, I helped uh, to organize one or contact people, so we got to talk a little bit there. And you know, always just a really nice and proper guy. Yeah. Diana Feld had some good words to say about him too. She had she had uh, posted on Facebook, I think. Yeah, uh, it was nice. I didn't, I actually didn't read it. I saw she posted it. Yeah, right. So, you know, and she's one of he's one of the few people who probably like crossed over to be like not only, you know, with the campers, but I think the staff. You know, like he almost became a peer of the staff as well. Yeah. You know, the, the Maury and the Felds, and you know, right. everybody loved Chewy. Right. I, yeah, I've yeah, the never pure, heard anybody say a bad word about him. Yeah, the pure store to two wrote some kind words about him, so that, that's sort of indicative of that. <clears throat> yeah, it's sad. It's sad to like, um, you know, and and listen, I, I I don't know what happened or what the deal was, but um, you know, I remember seeing him at the reunion. He looked like a you know healthy, robust fellow. You know, it's just sad that it's like, uh, you know, time passes, and well, you know, what year was the reunion? Twenty uh, twelve. So, I mean, I, listen, I don't know. You know, I mean, I just remember saying hi to him real quick. But um, yeah, well, you know, just, we, just we the concept of Larry Fine and right. Audrey, and it's been, uh, you know, and I guess it's just going to happen. Right, it's going to be more yeah. and more frequent, you know. Unfortunately, it's not going to diminish as we get older. But we're going to keep uh, keep it going until, uh, until the last one of well, us drops. Even more reason why I'm thrilled that when I do this, it's like to memorialize well, people and, I, I, and the whole thing. Like, it's it's important. I, I think that's really a great thing that you guys are doing because unquestionably, 
it's given a forum for people to to you know to hear about Chewy, to think about Chewy, to you know to talk about Chewy, and uh, and I think that's uh, the same thing that you guys did for Larry, the great thing that you did for Audrey. And if you haven't listened to the girls' uh, uh, pod, uh, podcast uh, in honor of Audrey, I encourage everybody who's Thank listening you, to this. Thank you. And and I got to get back into the studio because I wanted to talk politics. Well, well okay. we we were gonna. I, I, I have a couple of bones to pick with Mister Harry Benjamin. We mentioned so Ed. We mentioned to Moose. And this would be perfect. That mm-hmm. we're the next episode. We want the both of you back. Political roundtable. Political roundtable. Okay. You know Me and what? Moose against you and Alan. Let's no <laughs> against. The, There's no against. The There's no against. Group. It's it's a conversation. Where you know we what? Look for mutual. There's one podcast resolution. I listen to, which yeah. is KCRW with this guy Josh Bauer. It's called Left, Right, and Center, and it's mm-hmm. got Rich Lowry from the Left, the National Review guy. Sure. Some That's liberal right. on the right, on mm-hmm. the I'm a li- from the right. I mean, Larry, I'm a liberal on the, and they just talk and talk intelligently. Right. right. We're going to do that on the ski slope. I look forward to it. I would love to do it before I go away. Okay. For my wedding, which is coming in three weeks, which I couldn't be wow. more thrilled. Yeah, let's, make, let's make that happen. Is it, a, is it a destination wedding? We are. It's in Hawaii, and uh, <clears throat> we were talking about it earlier here on the podcast, but. Um, I mean, I'm thrilled for so many on so many levels, but I'm excited for it so much. So, and uh, Howie, are you making it out there? I wouldn't miss it. <clears throat> you know, we oh. um, some of my close friends and I told Howie earlier. This is, I mean, it's just part of like this relates to Swago. Like, I don't know even know how I'm going to directly relate it, but I'm just so happy that you're going to be there. Like, it's like it just wraps up all these years of everything, and nah, it, it just makes me thrilled that you're going to be there. It's a, uh, you know, it's a. <laughs> Plateau in life. We so let's shoot. Let's overlook. shoot for Ed and Moose to come on. Maybe Absolutely. In the, like either next week or I'll throw out, the week I'll, after. I'll throw we'll out throw some, some dates. And let's throw out some. I'll throw out some dates before the week is out, and we'll we'll settle on something. Okay. Deal. Beautiful. All right. All right. Sounds great. So, uh, in any case, uh, again, my condolences to the to the Lerman family, and you know how the Swago family is just continually diminished by these losses, and very sad. Yeah, it is really sad, but continues to bring us closer. So. And um, the one other thing I'll say is that he also apparently spent a really nice day with Mary Lupo. I saw that. And, wow, uh, yeah, that's great. You, know, you saw that really nice picture. Oh, of, my. You know, how uh, how perfect is that picture? You know what? Let's try and yeah, do this, uh, by the way. Speaking of that, Ed, we asked Mary's going to come on the show. I mean, yeah, how, well, we she's do it the, the not. Yeah, you know, we should do it up no, there. No, we can't. We can't call, have her call in. It was no, like, you we know, should go we got to go up there. to the lake and do it there. Listen, guys, let's take her right up there. Mm-hmm. We can actually, you know, do it on Swago Lake. Okay. Uh, you know what? You know, I like the sound of this. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I'll be, All right. happy, I'll be happy to go with you guys. Maybe uh, even in a week or ten days. Who knows? Let's uh, let's be spontaneous. Know, we'll, we'll, we'll go up on a weekend one day. You know, it's hey, listen, fall is a fabulous time. Have you ever seen Swago in the fall? I don't think I actually have. I don't have. think I have. I don't. I don't I've never seen it in peak. You know, fall like, foliage. Right. Right. Yeah. A number of years ago, my wife and Moss and I spent a day at Swago during peak foliage season. And, you know, wow. It's got to be good, man. You know what? Let's do it. I like this plan. I like and it. Uh, thanks for sharing what, um, you know, your memories of, of Chewy. And, and uh, sounds like, an, you know, I know you didn't know him well, but from what everyone, the peripheral people yeah. were right. really I, giving, I, I don't a, know. giving if, such if a great other people, you know, want to maybe chime in next time. And, and Always, they, yeah. Uh, guys, people out there, contact the ski slope. You know, Ed, just to say, this, and this is partly what you're saying, 
like 180 people listened to the Boog episode, our last episode. A lot of people are listening. I guess it's like talk radio. There's a few call-ins and a lot of listeners kind of a thing. But we really first, would love... First time, long time. And, yeah, right. first time, long time. We would love to, to talk with any person right, that went to Sweden. I don't care the better it is. who it is. I don't care if you went for two years. I don't care if you went for 10 years. I don't care if you're <laughs> the last years, the first years. We would love to talk to anybody. Kitchen boys. Yeah, exactly. Right. HQ Twinks. Having me on, so you know, you got to get somebody else out there. Yeah, we love you. Mixing up, yeah. You're, 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 you're well, all, all our guests tonight are repeat guests. Like Sherry yeah. was on for Audrey, Ed, Moose. We, I like, I like we have our sort of stable. To like Fareed to carry <laughs> if, we are, if we ever need to have someone fill in for us, it'll be you and Moose. Exactly. I promise. Our guest hosts. Maybe during Alan's wedding. <laughs> totally. All right, man. Ed, well, great speaking to you as always. Congratulations on the nuptials. It's, you know, based on your Facebook uh, profiles, you look really happy. It looks Thank like you. they're going to be a fabulous marriage. And Appreciate I wish that. you what Howie has and what I have. I, you know what? Yeah, I like Beautiful that. words. I, I hope. Amen. I, I know I'm there. I love her. She's the best. And uh, and I appreciate your, your, your nice words. All right. All right, Ed. Excellent. Thanks care. for calling, man. Peace. Wow. With that, I think we should say this was awesome. All right. Hope Great we did episode. Chewy justice. You Chewy, know? peace Much to you. Peace Rest to you, in man. peace, brother. And to the Lerman family, we, we express our condolences to. Suego love to you. Absolutely. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.